Yeah. All right, let's do this. It's time for the February 21st, 2014 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Uh, Nathan? Yeah. Were you going all Walter Cronkite on me for just a second there? I thought I, I was picking that up. Everything's always something else to you, isn't it? Well, no, it? it sounded like you may have Everything been Everything is affecting. always... That's a problem uh, with no, this no, whole world these no, days. No, wait, wait. Someone just can't do something. And you say, isn't that... that didn't somebody say that in the movie? Isn't that Walter but Cronkite? That had a case. Sandra Bullock. You're doing Sandra uh, you Bullock, doing aren't you? Sa- yeah, you were doing no, Sandra Bullock. No, Sandra from... Bullock's doing me. Uh, Walter Cronkite's doing me. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know. All right. Just... I, can't, I can't just do a cadence. You, I can't I, do a cadence. I can't pick up on a cadence without somebody else referencing somebody else. No, that would be else. me. That would it's be so me that was goddamn that. postmodern. I can't stand it. All right. Why can't we just get back to not referencing things? Okay. All right. I will. And Mahler's pissed too. No, Mahler's yeah, pissed that. about this whole thing. Yeah, yeah Mahler. I don't blame him. You know why he's pissed off? Why? Pussy Riot. Oh. They beat up on Pussy Riot. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Cossack militia. That's exactly the thing you expect. Cossack militia. If I hear the words Cossack militia, yeah, you're thinking somebody's going to get hit. Yeah, yeah I something, know something bad's going to happen. Yeah. By the way, there's still. I guess there are still Cossacks running around. <laughs> I had no idea. Apparently, I, they they no, had no. horse whips. I didn't know. Do they give militia horse whips I, anymore? Apparently, the does Cossacks. the National Guard carry horse whips? Apparently not. No, no, I don't. I, but uh, the Cossack militia does. They took horse whips and uh, went after uh, Pussy Riot. Yeah. When the they were trying to perform under a sign advertising the uh, was it Saki Olympics? Sochi. Sochi. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't watch Olympics. I don't either. What the hell? It's it all. It's there to give us the illusion that things are okay in the world. That we're all holding hands. Yeah. Well, and by the way, they they we're not they beat hands. them and then they detain them. They've been detained. Yeah. Pussy riot. Uh, what two or three times? Yeah. Lately. They they uh, they were pulling out a guitar and microphone. And then ten, at least ten Cossacks and other security officials moved in, used pepper spray, whipped group members, ripped their masks off, threw a guitar in a garbage can. This is what I call good public relations. If you want to make the, you know, the brand Cossack, you know, just boost up in the world, you know, go at somebody with a horse whip. Yeah. There's going to be a, a now. There, now there's going to be a bunch weeds. of like Jeez. metal bands that would they'll incorporate the name Cossack. Uh huh. They'll be the Cossack. I want to be the Cossack militia. <laughs> All right. uh, meanwhile, North Korea's leadership is committing systematic and appalling human rights abuses against its own citizens on a scale unparalleled in mod- in modern history. Crimes you know, who, against humanity with strong resemblances to those committed by the Nazis. This according to the uh, United Nations group. Oh, okay. Uh, inquiry by the United Nations uh, Commission on Human Rights in North Korea said there was compelling evidence of torture, execution, and arbitrary imprisonment, deliberate starvation, and almost a complete lack of free thought and belief. This is news? I, well, I was like, just going to say something to that effect, but maybe it's, uh, it sounds like... This has been uh, elevated to even a greater levels of repression. I, I don't know if that's possible. Maybe it isn't. Maybe that's not true. Yeah. But it's, it's so they wrote been. to Kim Jong Un. Yeah, the the uh, head supreme over there. Yeah, the supreme leader, and said he could face trial at an international court for his personal culpability as head of state and uh, 
head honcho of right. the military. Now, he's part of the Ung family this, the, that have been around running uh, Korea since, uh-huh. I think, after right after the Korean War. They've kinda basically like the Koch been, family. Kind of like the yeah. Koch family, or the, or the Bush and the, and the, never mind, Bush and the Clintons. But, um, but this does, uh, this was a guy for about 10 minutes we thought might be a little more humane. Remember when he first came in, he's a younger guy. Did I think Hates, that? Well, you thought that. No, I Don't didn't. Don't include me on no, that. No, I, there was, we thought. Okay. Let me back up. There was this, speculation this guy, about no, that he might actually, because he was maybe, educated maybe in Maybe on some of the talking head shows that you listen Switzerland, to. and he, had, he liked Michael Jordan or something. Therefore oh, yeah, that's going to make somebody yeah, really, really yeah, swell. Yeah. So, apparently. That jackass Michael Gordon. Whatever his name? Gordon? Yeah. 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 Well, you know, this is a guy that... that Promotes sweatshop manufacturing yeah, promoters, whatever that would mean. Nike. And you know, really kind no of no conscience for Michael Jordan. Yeah, and it except really he hits a jump shot. This makes this makes Kim Jong Un a good man because he likes a basketball player. Well, no, that was just part of this mo- this mosaic, this sort of uh, uh, profile of him. And you know this you really does. You gotta stop watching TV. No, Mike. you know what? This really does call into question uh, the judgment of. For me, this is personally very upsetting. Calls into judgment uh, for me. Um, calls into question. Question my the ju- judgment. Judgment on uh, Dennis Rodman in in his worldview. I, I really expected more from Dennis, but that was promotion. Thank you. That was just nothing but a promo show in North Korea. He did there. Yeah. Rodman did yeah. in the Ukraine. A short-lived truth between government and opposition protesters broke down amid a, the bloodiest period in the months-long uprising. So yeah. they're having all sorts of problems over in the Ukraine. Apparently, they've, Ukraine. I just heard this morning they've come to some sort of an agreement uh, after uh, snipers were shooting demonstrators as late as le- yesterday. The agreement is what? They the won't shoot day. demonstrators? No, apparently there is some kind of a, a, a beginning of an agreement between the people protesting and Yanukovych, the, uh, the 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 president of the Ukraine. Yana. Yeah. Well, the U.S. and China agreed to cooperate more closely in combating global warming. Really? Yeah. Apparently, they did. They signed. They said they're going to get together in. Uh, when is that? The sixth U.S.-China strategic economic dialogue later this year. That's actually the name of. Yeah, that this sounds gathering. like that sounds like something. That was made up by Chinese propagandists to me. But go ahead. What is it again? The the what? The sixth. Well, the sixth just comes yeah. because we've had five others. This and they've been the so sixth. successful. I guess yeah. they just U.S. China strategic and economic dialogue. Yeah. I think it's some some uh, you know sociology professor used the word dialogue. That was part of the diplomatic procedure yeah. in order to put the name together. Right. It, Don't call it a meeting. Don't call it a conference. Call it a dialogue. It makes it sound like. Like you're actually doing something yeah. that's yeah. softer. Yeah. yeah. They're going to commit to devote significant effort and resources to secure concrete results. That's also the, their wording. People like concrete results. Concrete results and dialogue. And I'm, in. I'm all in on that. So, uh, yeah, that's... But, but this is good. Is it's good for... Yeah. If they do tend to combat global warming, uh, it's good for California. And I, I think that's where this is headed. Because as you recall, we reported on Jerry Month, uh, Jerry uh, Brown, mm-hmm. a few months ago, visiting China, mm-hmm. and true. he was there on a, on a business trip. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was trying to promote the uh, uh, environmental technologies that California has and trying to sell them to the Chinese. Now 
Obama's yeah. over there. Yeah. Or specifically, John Kerry is over there. Yeah. yeah. And he's trying to uh, persuade the Chinese to take that route. So yeah. this is good news yeah, for California. That is good. Uh, also, just for what it's worth, uh, I, there, there was another little Chinese ditty here. Well, I'll get to it later. Okay. The United States and Iran cannot reach an agreement in negotiations on a long-term nuclear deal. They can't do that. They, why not? Well, I, they, ju they just don't get along. Okay. They're, they're, I mean, the, it's the Ayatollah Ali Khomeini, mm. the man who's the final say on all matters in uh, the Islamic Republic, declared the talks between Tehran and six world powers will not lead anywhere. Well, that could just could be a threat. Well, yeah, yeah they, a, a yeah. negotiating ploy. Yeah. Um, there, this has been kind of tortured a, a, a event so far in that at one point they thought they had an agreement and the French inexplicably, inexplicably, yeah, is that right? Um, threw, it a, threw, a, threw a wrench into the negotiations yeah. over some demands that no one had discussed prior. Uh, and then the in the U.S., the, there have been moves in the Senate to impose greater sanctions on Iran in the midst of this negotiation. So maybe they're feeling a little chapped about this whole process. Yeah, and are, are, throwing, are kicking up a little dust. Hopefully they will move forward and they will reach an agreement. Yeah, it doesn't look good now, though, mm. at least from all the mm. gab. Caught off guard by the abrupt dismissal of the U.S. point man for moderate Syrian rebels, the Obama administration is searching for new clients to aid in an insurgency there that's dominated by Islamic factions, including al-Qaeda. So this was uh, Salim Idris, mm -hmm. who was our point man there. He was booted out. Mm. They got rid of him. Mm -hmm. And we have no clear partner now in this uh, civil war. Then, we're searching for a middleman. And this is where, I'm sorry, where, where were we talking I about? I don't know. Yemen? Syria. Syria. Oh, Syria. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. My God, yes. Syria, Syria, Syria. There you go. So this is, this is a, you know, a, a very critical juncture in the Mideast we're reaching now. Because, Nathan, when you say civil war and the U.S. involvement and yeah. not working and things like, when you use buzzwords like that, yeah. there's about 10 places it could be. Oh, I know. I mean, I'm sorry. I just, I, you, I missed the first part. And yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Well, I yeah. hope it. But anywho. Yeah. We've lost our point man in Syria. Yeah. And we're looking for, for, a, for a group to grab hold of, at least a moderate Sir, Syrian. Because yeah. as we all know, Obama is the moderate. God, this is just, this is really, it's. Oh, here's some good news. Oh, God. Here's so some bad. good news, Mike. So bad. Yeah. There's a price to be paid for homophobia. Okay. Yeah. Tell me more. Approximately two and a half uh, and two and one half years off your life will be gone if you're a homophobic. Oh, my yeah. God. Wow. It's a conclusion of a new research paper which examines the social attitudes and the death rates of a large representative sample of Americans over two decades. They found that evidence that Anti-gay prejudice is associated with elevated mortality risk among heterosexuals. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's over and above established risk factors. Yeah. This is according to a Columbia University research team. In particular, there was a 2.5-year life expectancy difference between individuals with high versus low levels of anti-gay prejudice. That is some specialized uh, now, that, uh, research This might there. mean, though, that if you eat a lot of fat, you, you, know, you have yeah, a lot of... Yeah, you yeah. leave a, a relatively unhealthy lifestyle. Healthy lifestyle, lifestyle you're, you you're more pr likely. prone to be homophobic. Yeah. It just might be, or it might be just what those 
people eat. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how yeah, it works. I don't know. But that's a, wow, what a correlation. Yeah, I think it's a crazy correlation. Yeah, I do too. But what yeah. the heck. If it in some small ways uh, alerts people to maybe being homophobic is not healthy for me and they yeah. kind of tone down their attitude, then yeah. Well, it doesn't stop doubt. people from that's true. eating yeah. crap. Yeah, probably not. All right. Uh, in Belgium, the parliament there passed a bill allowing euthanasia for terminally ill children without any age limit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the bill is expected to be signed by the king there. And it'll be the first country in the world to remove any age limit on the practice. It may be requested by terminally ill children who are in great pain and also have parental consent. So you do need that. Uh, I, there are a lot of people are getting upset over there about this. It's uh, been 12 years since Belgium legalized euthanasia for adults. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, I think so. I think so. Good too. It just it you know what? Anytime you start talking about this subject, every there's a lot yeah. of emotional investment on on so many people's parts. When you say euthanasia, and the the spectrum of thoughts that come into people's minds about yeah, Nazi Germany for one, but but also the 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 humanity that can be a part of this process that the actual. An option that is viable for some. I don't quite sure if you said anything there, Mike, but more power to you. Well, that's what we do here. We we've got the law states a child minutes to kill here. I mean, somebody's got the law states that a child would have to be terminally ill. Yeah, face unbearable physical suffering and make repeated requests to die. So it's not like they're just he's going to lay there and bang. I don't feel good. I feel like dying, and then someone's going to come over and. You know, it's over. It has to and, be. And repeated. he has to have parents, doctors, and psychiatrists agree before a decision is made. So okay. it's got to be somebody yeah. who's saying over and over again, yeah. this is yeah. intolerable. Yeah. People are watching somebody wither away. His eyes are sunken. He's shaking and vomiting, sweating. Uh, he has sores all over his body. Right. He's crying in pain. They're giving him as much drugs as they can. He's okay. still pretty much in a vegetable state. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. The thing is, is that we don't talk enough about death in this country. No. So, so there's this, and, and when we do talk about it, it, it's always removed. It's in some hospital somewhere, right. or it's some rest home. It's never in your house. Right. It's a sterile. So I, I think more people, if they actually experience some death in their house, in fact, I think it should be mandatory before you can own a home. Somebody has to die in it. They just wheel someone in. Someone dies in the home. Mm -hmm. And And then you'll have some concept of of what that's like so you can make more rational decisions on whether it'd be okay if somebody decides to take a lot of morphine if they're suffering from terminal cancer. Checking out. (sighs) Pakistan ended peace talks with the Taliban after one of its factions killed 23 captive soldiers. Whoa. Yeah. Did not see that coming. (laughs) Uh, that was uh, and an explosion on, at a Peshawar cinema known for showing, showing pornographic films killed at least 11 people. That's another little deal. Uh, uh, wow. So, but okay. the no. Taliban said, uh, no, we condemn this blast. Hmm. They, they, they said it wasn't them. Hmm. Anywho. China. Yeah. Demanded. That's the uh, little story I was looking for about China. They demanded the White House cancel a meeting between President Obama and the Dalai Lama scheduled for today, mm. warning it would severely harm U.S.-China uh, relations. This is after we have this nice tete-a-tete about global warming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we go visit some crazy guy like the Dalai Lama. 
The guy in the silk robes? Yeah. That guy? Yeah. Well, you know, this is, but isn't this sort of pro forma? Don't the, the Chinese just get upset every time he appears in oh, public? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and then. He's an anti China separatist, according to them. Yeah. And, each, uh, and Obama's met with him three times. Well, you so know, it's not like it's something new. Okay, this is a bit of a stretch, Nathan. I'm going to say that up front. But Go I'm, ahead. Sure, I'm sure the American government, every time uh, Snowden, Edward Snowden, meets with an official that is visiting Moscow where he is, yeah. registers a protest with, the, with, the, with Russia. Yeah. For allowing it to happen. And I, I, again, I mean, just, there are just things that the states, by their nature, have to say something about. Well, we, if they don't yeah. say something, then they... Well, then, then they lose uh, they, they, the, the sheen that they have with the crazy part of the public that they, might vote them out of office. Yeah, or, exactly. Or you didn't, you cool didn't condemn them enough. We're yeah. going to vote for the other guy. Yeah, sorry, uh, Barack, but we just had to. We had to say that. Yeah. Nazi scientists working in Dachau were found to have experimented with using mosquitoes to transmit malaria to Allied soldiers. Yeah. Okay. So they were they were using little mosquitoes back there in World War II, mm-hmm. and they were trying to stick malaria on them. Okay. And then send them over the lines. Send the mosquitoes. Yeah. Wonder is there a, is there a way to herd mosquitoes? Can you can it? Is that yeah? And how, how do they know they're allied soldiers too? Yeah. You just have a bunch of mosquitoes up Fine. there. Yeah. You have to teach them to sting the right person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it, I, maybe it took the Nazis a little bit of time to think of that. That's why it never worked. Yeah, they could really never right. figure that part out. By yeah. the way, that, one was on Der Fuhrer's nose, <laughs> you know, and that's that pretty much ended the project. <laughs> by the yeah. way, by the way, this is this idea of using insects to transfer disease is not new. And we'll go back, and you think I'm crazy, maybe, for saying this. What would be different about this than anything else? Lyme disease. Lyme disease. Lyme disease disease. started in a very specific part of the United States, Uh in an island off the coast of New Jersey, New York, Uh in which it it was known for doing U.S. biological experimentation, uh, weaponized insects. Uh In fact, there was a German scientist that we brought over after the war, Uh Who was working specifically on these kinds of things? And it he was probably not, was doing the mosquito. And it was studies. not long. Yeah, it was not long after that that people in that specific part of New Jersey, New York, started getting in the in the community of Lyme. It was the first place it appeared. So yeah. they called it Lyme's disease. Lyme. And it spread all over the country. And it's one of those diseases very difficult to diagnose. Uh huh. Pernicious in its effects on your body and your brain. Yeah. Even. So I'm just saying, yeah, this is, of course, part yeah. of a continuum of research that's been done throughout military history. It's crazy. Pathologist warned Kanua's Inuit population mm-hmm. not to eat raw beluga meat. Well, well this was after, after discovering that Arctic thaws have yeah. allowed the cat parasite Toxoplasma gondii, oh which causes blindness in humans, to spread to whale populations. Oh. So there's, because of... I would assume global warming, Arctic, Arctic thaws. Yeah. A cat parasite is now getting into uh, belugas. It's all sorts, all sorts of fun for uh, global warming. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to it as it advances. What new horrors did, will visit us? Did you know uh-huh. that people are fleeing um, the, uh, the, an island in Indonesia because of a volcanic eruption? Tell lava me more. Lava, over two. Oh, yeah. Hey, where you tell, been? Tell Where's me more. He's over up t- on the hill. Pay oh, no attention to okay. him. Okay, yeah. Over 200,000 people were evacuated in Indonesia after a major volcanic eruption. Dangerous uh, ash and rocks 
have spewed from the Java island of Mount Kalud, threatening the residents in 36 villages. Um, so that's one of those things. Volcanic eruptions around the Ring of Fire wow. are never good for us here in the United uh-huh. States because California, Oregon, Washington, mm-hmm. Alaska are in that Ring of Fire. And we just a few months ago had the uh, story about how an earthquake uh-huh. may have actually impacted the crust of the earth down in Australia or wow. New Zealand, actually. Yeah. So uh, things are happening along the well, ring. Well, they always, well, they always yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, but we haven't had an earthquake in a while. My point is, well, we haven't. When was the last major? We haven't had a major earthquake now in quite some time. Well, geologically speaking. You well, know, it hasn't been. You're right. That's, that's the way you got to think yeah, of these things. Yeah. It's been a while, but. But I'll tell you, people in my business yeah. keep talking about it. I mean, well, that's because their grandma's over there, yeah, okay. and that's their job. It is their job. Yeah, right. I mean, they'd be if they were used car salesmen, they'd be talking about yeah, something else. They'd be talking about, yeah, yeah, Both yeah. yeah. Anything uh, no, international wise? Yeah, Bahrain. There's a lot of crap going on in Bahrain. People are being arrested and imprisoned, and Bahrain is such an important part. It's right there, right, kind of. It's part of Saudi Arabia Peninsula, mm-hmm. and it's very important to the U.S. Uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, militarily, it's strategically located, and it's where we put our fifth fleet, which is monitoring the, the Gulf of all that area, yeah. uh, the Gulf states. It's a very important ally, but a very repressive regime, and there's a, uh, been a lot more uh, kind of uh, um, demonstrations going on, activists being arrested. Um, it continues to kind of ferment, if you will, so kind of under the radar. That's it. That's it? All righty. Yeah. And now we're going to do a little bit of uh, what we like to call secret stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> mm. A new report based on top secret documents from Eddie Snowden has revealed how the United States and Britain targeted the whistleblowing website WikiLeaks after it published on documents on the U.S.-led war in Afghanistan. Oh, okay. Well, that okay. can't be a surprise. Yeah. I mean, According to a report co-authored by Glenn Greenwald and published by The Intercept, that's a new online uh, news source, Britain's top spy agency secretly monitored visitors to a WikiLeaks site by collecting their IP addresses in real time. Meanwhile, the National Security Agency added WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange to a manhunting target list alongside al-Qaeda suspects. Okay. Uh, the leaked documents also show the U.S. urged its allies to file criminal charges against Assange. 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 Also, a new report based on leaks by Snowden. Mm-hmm. Eddie Snow, we call him. Yeah. Reveals the NSA played a role in the monitoring of a U.S. law firm that represented the Indonesian government during trade disputes with the United States. This, according to the uh, New York Times, the NSA's Australian counterpart told the NSA it was spying on trade talks between the U.S. and Indonesia, including potentially privileged communications between Indonesian officials and the U.S. law firm Mayor Brown. The document notes the Australian agency has been able to continue to cover the talks, providing highly useful intelligence for interested U.S. customers. The report by James Risen and uh, Laura Poitras, we know them, bolsters claims by Snowden that, and others that the NSA and his allies conduct spying for economic gain. And this, thank you, because that this really is the, the story, the, the lead that's been buried in all this Edward Snowden stuff and the reveal about NSA spying, yeah. is that most of this really, truly has to do with an economic advantage the United States yeah. wants to maintain. 
and hold on to and whatever, expand. Well, it's can. like the CIA selling drugs, too. Yeah. It's a way for them to boost their profits in their organization. Right. That They get to do more stuff because they have more money. This is yeah. really mostly uh, about uh, maintaining uh, U.S. corporate uh, advantages over everyone else. And, and sort of and collateral damage is that they're spying on all of us, and they know everything about us, and yeah. they can monitor our political activity. And that's just a happy byproduct for them. Also in secret stuff, a U.S. court in Britain ruled police acted legally when they detained the partner of journalist Glenn Greenwald at Heathrow Airport under an anti-terrorism law. David Miranda was carrying documents leaked by National Security Agency uh, Eddie Snowden guy. Mm. He's the whistleblower there. The snowman. Yeah. When he was detained for nearly nine hours. This was, uh, Miranda was detained for nearly nine hours. While acknowledging the detention marked an indirect interference with press freedom, mm -hmm. the court upheld its illegality. Its legality. Mm. So it said it was okay that we, they detained this guy for nine hours. Mm. The, or was it nine hours? More than that, I think. Yeah. I'm trying to go this. Blah, blah, blah. Anywho, yeah. yeah, nearly nine hours. Yeah. I was right. The yeah. ruling comes just days after Greenwald and three other journalists won the George Polk Award, one of journalism's highest honors. And that was, I believe, Poitras and uh, Scahill, who yeah. Jeremy Scahill. Those are the three. Uh, it, but yeah, Laura, friend of the show. Yeah, yeah, had her on. Yeah, on film school. Yeah, yeah. Twice. You're uh, listening to KUCI. 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. ORD. Uh, yeah. That's oh. just ORG. ORG. I wonder if you put in D. It would probably correct it. I'm assuming. Uh, that was our station ID, by the way. Uh, now it's time for Drones in the News. A U.S. drone strike in December that killed at least a dozen people in Yemen failed to comply with rules imposed by President Obama last year to protect civilians. That's according to Human Rights Watch. Mm -hmm. So Obama's saying we need to protect citizens, and yet... They're really not being protected. Yeah. The organization concluded that the strike, which was carried out by the U.S. military's Joint Special Operations Command, targeted a line of vehicles that were part of a wedding procession. Even though some of them could have been al-Qaeda members... Uh, Nevertheless, the wedding party was blown to smithereens. Yeah. Also in Drones in the News, a Pakistani anti-drone activist and journalist who was abducted from his home earlier this month says he was tortured while being kept blindfolded in a basement cell. This is Kareem Khan, who went missing just uh, before he was due to travel to Europe to speak out about the U.S. drone program. And specifically a strike which killed his brother in 2009. He was taken captive by up to 20 men, summoned police uniform, and then released uh, last week. He was hung upside down, according to, uh, to uh, Kareem Khan. Mm. He was hung upside down, hit, they hit his feet and, uh, with a leather strap and beat him. So that's, that's what happens when you're a bad <laughs> yeah, boy. Yes. Yes, I guess that's what happens yeah. when you decide that you want to actually talk about the horrors of drone strikes. Well, when you want, when people. you want to point out yeah. something about a regime that they don't want and you to point out, right? And very powerful people are involved. Uh, yes. A new report by uh, a new report says the Obama administration is making plans to launch drone strikes from bases in Central Asia in case the U.S. is forced to withdraw from Afghanistan. So you know we've been. Yeah. Having trouble with uh, uh, Hamad Karzai. Right. 
and but right just to the north is yeah. Uzbekistan, and that is one of where we've talked about this before. One of the largest yeah. military bases in the world is yeah. located there. Undoubtedly, that would be the place that you would be launching the strikes from. Yeah, and also uh, this thanks to uh, Sheldon Albert, yeah, who uh, you know has uh, cure for the blues cure for on the Mondays, blues. Mondays, ten to twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sent this to me and just wanted to remind me that the CIA has not bombed Pakistan for fifty-five days. Yeah! Wow! Yeah. It's, it's, it sounds like that's some the, kind of that's uh, the long, act- longest pause between drone strikes in uh, Pakistan in the Obama's pre- in the uh, Obama's presidency. Longest pause, fifty-five huh. days. Fifty-five days. Well, yeah. that's a good thing, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, honestly, yeah. it is because let's, let's go for con- another fifty-five. My contention is every time you bomb people, uh, you create um, a lot more blowback than whatever positive you may have gained from killing those people. It's just. My opinion. Get people angry. Get a lot of people angry. I, yeah. But it's instant gratification, though. Yeah. If you feel good. It's like yeah. after you ate yeah, a we took care handful of, of chocolate uh-huh. crap, then you feel good. Don't bring chocolate into crap. Chocolate's good. Right. Well, You're I'm eating saying, chocolate with sugar and milk in it. Yeah. yeah. Not so good. No. No. Okay. Wax. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> you just eat chocolate. It's yeah. good. Chocolate's got a you might feel good. undeserved bad reputation. Yeah. No. Well, there's kinds of chocolate. They're, they're literally large. There's chocolate, and then there's chocolate with the, crap added nah, on to there, it. See, there you go. That's what I was trying to get to. Thank you. <sighs> that was exhausting. Man. Oh, I, my God. This, this whole, <laughs> I knew we were off to a bad start today. What, what the hell happened earlier on? Mahler's even angry. I know. What's wrong, Mahler? I don't know. Oh, jeez. Mahler, don't, don't get upset. We're gonna, it's going to get better. We've got, it's Pussy Riot. We've got pussy tw- Riot. Yeah, yeah, Pussy okay, Riot. Well, there we go. we got 20 minutes yeah. to pull this together. Don't okay. worry. We'll do it. We can do this. In a victory for opponents of the Keystone XL oil pipeline, a judge in Nebraska voided the state's approval of the pipeline route. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this was uh, Stephanie Stacy, district court judge. Say so he struck down a 2011 law that allowed Governor Dave Heinemann Nebraska to approve the pipeline's passage, saying the decision should have been left up to the state commission. There Which they go. undoubtedly will do, and then they'll go back to, you know, yeah. okay, now we can have a pipeline. You yeah, know, this, well, is, this yeah. does feel a little it's bit such like a the negative Nelly. Uh, just kind of, it's, <sighs> I don't know. Do you think it's a done deal? Do you think Keystone's a. Do you, you want to make any bold predictions one way or the other on that? You like to speculate. I can't speculate. You know what I speculate? I, here's one. Okay. Here's one. Yeah. There's a ahead. huge there's a huge oil leak the day before they're going to they build the pipeline. Yeah. Then there's a huge oil leak somewhere yeah. and and uh, I don't know which which terrorist uh, decides to smoke a cigarette next to this thing. <laughs> And, and, and torches all of New York. Yeah. All of New York is flattened yeah. by, a, by oil fire. By oil fire? Yeah. That's, see, that's, that's a little bit more yeah. speculation than anyone else. Most people speculate. like, But, you know, I tell you what, the oil fire usually, those sorts of things tend to happen. Mm-hmm. We don't take into account the crazy stuff. Right. We only, we only hire people to go to uh, academies to think about the conservative implications. The more likely ones, but most times they don't happen. Yeah. It's the crazy things that happen. It's... And by the way, the United States did not live up to the promise of the First Amendment last year, sinking to 46. That's right, 46 in oh. global press freedom rankings. Yeah. That's by the uh, Reporters Without Borders group. Huh. They, they plot these things. They plummeted 13 slots to 46 overall, the U.S., Amidst cons- increased efforts to track down whistleblowers and the source of leaks. Right. Yep. 
And with the with these great advances in technology, it's becoming easier and easier for these people to track down the sources that these yeah. reporters are using. And that is a chilling effect on our... 46th. Yeah, that is bad. I don't know who's 47th or 48th. I, 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 I yeah. hate to think, but... North Korea. Yeah, well, I'm just making that. Yeah, I, I have know, no idea. No and I doubt idea. if it's them, but no, still. No, still, it's not good. You think we'd, we'd want to... Yeah. Rise up in those rankings instead of worrying about who's going to win hockey. Yeah. Federal prosecutors, prosecutors, federal prosecutors issued more than 20 subpoenas to North Carolina's environmental agency as part of a criminal probe into an ash, coal ash spill by oh. Duke Energy. Oh, yeah. So they're starting to hand out the subpoenas over there in North Carolina. Let, yep. Let's recap for our listeners okay. just a little bit. Up to 82,000 tons of coal ash and 26 million gallons of uh, polluted water leaked into the river at least. Yeah. At least that at much. At least. So. so these subpoenas follow reports the agency blocked lawsuits against Duke Energy where North Carolina Governor Pat McCrory worked for 28 years. Yeah. Yeah. And they kept handing out these $90,000 fines for these really terrible environmental disasters that were going on and blocking any attempt on the part of uh, environmental groups to get some real justice from this, from Duke Energy. And just this Tuesday, state regulators announced they found a second leak containing unsafe levels of arsenic at the same site. <sighs> Meanwhile, yet another coal waste spill was reported in West Virginia. State regulators said snow melting into waste ponds caused contaminated water to overflow from a nearby creek. <sighs> so there. U.S. regulators announced they will not appeal a court ruling that struck down rules promoting equal access to the Internet. Tell me, explain this. Okay, I, I'm not sure I understand this. New, this is, we're talking net neutrality. The, net neutrality. Uh, about the access that we all should have. They're not going to strike down the rules, the, the rule that allowed this to happen. They're not going to say. So this, this, this is what would be perceivably a bad thing. Okay, okay. However... I've been doing a little bit of reading on the subject, yeah, yeah. and what the uh, Federal Communications Commission will do was rewrite the regulations on net neutrality, right. which force Internet providers to provide all content at equal speeds right now. Okay. This, if they rewrite the law, right. might be a good thing. Yes. Instead of worrying about whether we're going to appeal this court decision, what you do is get the federal... Communications Commission to rewrite the laws in our favor, not in Comcast's favor. Okay, that's a good thing. I, what, just as you stated, it's a good thing. It's, you just hope that the commissioners yes. go along yes. with this. It's idea. actually a better route to take, yeah. provided that right. they, they do the right thing. And, and, the, and the real bitch of all of this is <gasps> that uh, this commission refuses to characterize the uh, Internet as a communication device, a yeah. communication system, which if they did, they would ha be able to ensure yeah. that it would remain open. They just continue to classify it. And I'm sorry, I can't remember how it's classified, but it, it gives the advantage to businesses who want to close down Internet access. And yep. it's, it's, it's just, more of a utilities, you know. Yeah, it is. It, it is, is what, the way they look utility, at it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Obama administration approved $6.5 billion in loan guarantees to back construction of the first 
new nuclear plant in more than 30 years here in the U.S. How did this get by me? Yes. Yeah, it's the Vogtel nuclear plant, uh, currently under construction in Waynesboro, Georgia. Vogtel yeah. is the name of it. The announcement comes as the administration investigates a radioactive leak at a nuclear waste site in New Mexico. So they got leaks going on. Yeah. Well, they... But they're still uh, they're approving the loan. This was in place. They were the, the plant itself was going to be dis- uh, constructed. Okay. Everything was okay. We just approved the loan now. Okay. Yeah. This is the first plant in 30 years. Think yeah. about that. 30 years. Oh. Wow. A trove of newly released documents raised new questions about ties between the campaign of Wisconsin Republican Governor Scott Walker and his former post in county office. Walker served as Milwaukee County Executive while running for governor in 2010. Two of Walker's aides have been criminally convicted of conducting campaign business on the taxpayer's dime. The new documents link Walker to a secret email routing system used by his county staff and show he directed county staff to hold daily strategy calls with campaign aides. And the, this is as Walker's the, the, the thinking about running was, for president. Yeah, that's right. He's being Now he's getting a little run because uh, Governor Chris Christie of New Jersey is blowing up. Yeah, he's blowing, blowing up, up real, real good. Real good, yeah. yeah. It, uh, so now they're looking around for some other, uh, yeah. you know, some more, and by the way, ideologically more suited to the more conservative, radical right wing of the Republican yeah. Party. Yeah. Yeah, what is it, Mom? Ah, boy. Nothing. He's still upset about Pussy Riot. Well. A mother in Pennsylvania is facing multiple criminal charges for ordering medications to induce abortion on the Internet. Not abortion on the Internet. The, the, who writes this crap, anyway? Abortion. She, 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 she got, the medicine. Yeah, she, she got these uh, medications on the Internet, and she gave them to her 16-year-old daughter. Jennifer Whalen said she could not find a nearby abortion clinic and did not realize. Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah. She could not find an, uh, an abortion clinic. That's right. And did not realize she needed a prescription for the medications. Understandable. Right. She's getting them online. Right. Um, you know, you're not, if you, you need something like that. By the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just quibble a little bit with the language there. Uh-huh. Why, does, why do they call them abortion clinics if, they, if, in fact, it's a women's health care facility and one of the options— among many, uh-huh. is an abortion if you choose to do so. Why, why call it an abortion clinic? That's all they do? I don't think that is actually true. I may be wrong. Maybe right that's you all are, they do. Mike. I don't know. A fine okay. call. All right. There you go. Uh, the use of self-induced medication abortions appears to be on the rise in states where restrictions are making it harder to access legal abortion. Not surprising there. Nope. nope. The synthetic chemicals used in packaging, storage, and processing of foodstuffs, foodstuffs may be harmful to human health over the long term. In case you didn't know that. The packaging. People think... I was wondering... Yes, yeah, thank you. People think, oh, I got these, these healthy chips, these yeah. veggie chips. Veggie yeah, chips are yeah. vacuum-packed in, in, in formaldehyde. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you hit it on the button. Oh, is that right? This is according to a uh, report in the Journal of Epidemiology. Epidemiology epidemiology and community health this is because most of the substances are not inert and can leach into the foods so you know the packaging you know your your uh squash chip sits in a bag (laughs) for 10 months it's picking up all the crap that the bag is lined with my kiona chip uh quinoa quinoa chip quinoa chip is yeah yes it's 
Yeah. It's got DDT in the in the yeah, packaging. And, exactly. And, and, and by the uh, real quick, I don't even like to get Chinese food when they put it in um, styrofoam. They give you those styrofoam yeah. little containers. Yeah. It makes me. I don't. I'm no. Yeah. Why? Why? Are you well, doing if it's only there for a little bit, not so bad. Okay. But if you if you're running around with something in a bag for a long time, yeah. uh, there's a possibility, even in small amounts. But formaldehyde is in there. Yeah. Uh, especially in plastic bottles for fizzy drinks and. Uh, Melamine tableware also, too, contains, exactly, your aloe-soothing drink that you have every morning here at KUCI. It's probably going it's, to kill me. Yes. How true, how right. true. Investigators from uh, Memorial Sloan Kettering <coughs> Cancer... <coughs> yes, Molly. What? Yes. What, Molly? What? can't even get this out of my mouth. In <coughs> Investigators from Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center reported more encouraging news about one of the most exciting methods of cancer treatment today. Okay. That's a little, that's a little lead in. All right. Okay. Tell me more. The largest clinical study ever conducted to date of patients with advanced leukemia found that 88% achieved complete remissions after being treated with genetically modified versions of their own immune cells. So we're talking genetic modification, the things that we're supposed to be afraid of. Yeah. But nevertheless, they're finding uh, cures for cancer. Yeah. yeah. Uh. I, uh, there's, a, there's a woman who's been doing research that spoke at the TED conference on this, and it's mm. very exciting. L literally, they're looking at the, this is the cusp of using your own body, essentially, to cure what is, may or may not, what yeah. is wrong with yeah. you, what your illness Taking may be. Taking some of your cells. Put them in a little Petri them. dish yeah. and doing some things. Fixing them up nice. Uh, faking out some of the DNA and yeah. put it back in, and you're on your own, and you're on your own, and you yeah. will cure yourself. You distract the DNA. You do over here. Hey, over here. Come here. Look, yeah. some porn. During a uh, trip to announce federal relief measures for California, which is suffering its worst worst drought on record, U.S. President, you remember him? Yeah, Barack Obama. Yeah, I do. Pledged to include a one billion dollar fund to fight climate change in his 2015 budget, and also played golf at two of Coachella's. 124 golf courses, which really Coachella Valley has 124 courses, which collectively consume 17 percent of the region's water. God, you know, just for what it's worth, too. Yeah. I was reading a little uh, ditty today in the Times. The major cities in California use 20 percent of the water. The majority of the water is used by agribusiness. That's right. The majority of that water is used to water alfalfa. The, and the alfalfa is used to feed the I, cows, I thought you were gonna say which that. we're which we use for our uh, yeah stinking hamburgers. Yeah. yeah. So if you cut back on your hamburger yeah. consumption, that might have more of an effect on the drought yeah. than if you take a shorter shower. Eighty percent of the water consumed in well, the state of California no, is agricultural. That's not, that's not, is that not right? I thought it was, I, don't, I don't know the exact amount. The major cities use twenty percent. Okay. All right. I, there's probably some urban areas included in that other. Okay. Uh, the major cities use 20%. The 80% is probably divided between the small towns and the ag businesses. Okay. But I've got to believe well over 50%. Yeah, I was going to say the majority of our water, yes. it goes into agriculture. And the more you're saying most of that water goes into alfalfa, which yeah. is very apparently water intensive. Yeah. And we, we feed it to cows. Yeah. For, I mean, it does go into dairy products, too. Yeah. But for the most part, it's going into to, uh, the slaughterhouse business. Meanwhile, uh, Governor Jerry Brown and legislative leaders unveiled a proposed 
$1.4 million drought relief package to free up water supplies and aid Californians facing financial ru- ruin. Uh, yep. the, the greatest thing that anyone can do in this, in this state is consolidate all of these water districts under one or smaller, I mean, into a more, con- well, consolidate them. This is crazy. This crazy quilt of water, patchwork of water suppliers is nuts. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll get there. Yeah. Maybe we'll get there. And in the meantime, just don't eat so many burgers. Yes. Yeah. And that, that'll help the drought. Seriously. Convince your friends elsewhere in the world because that burger isn't just going to the Californians. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, uh, Danielle Lee of San Francisco, uh, a 13 year old mm-hmm. Girl Scout, mm-hmm. and her mom. Mm-hmm. Went, uh, they sold uh, a record number for them of Girl Scout cookies in a particular location. Tell me more. Yeah. They, they camped out inside a, a medical marijuana, <laughs> uh, you know, little business there. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and sold 117 cookie boxes in two hours. <laughs> yeah. uh, why? I, can't, I don't understand the connection there, but okay. I think uh, that's wonderful. Uh, that's a funny, that's a good story. It's capitalism at work. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah. That was good. Uh, I, I'm I'm pretty much done except real quick, my, real my quick, last uh, little. This the uh, the legal gymnastics that occurred uh, this week with a, a Michael Dunn, the man who was who killed uh, a teenage, an African American teenager in was it Florida, right? It was Florida. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he claimed the, he was playing uh, his music too loud. The, was, yeah, the, yeah. the Stand by Me law or whatever. Yeah, the Stand by Me. Stand. <laughs> That's, he was playing Stand by Me too loud, and it is legal in Florida to shoot someone Somebody, who's they, playing they, Stand by they, Me too loud, too loud. Which you know, actually, I kind of approve of. <laughs> Because I've had it with that song. Stand your ground. Up to here with that song. Yes, that's right. Stand your ground. And and the jury, in its infinite wisdom (laughs) and convoluted legal uh, justification, did not convict him for killing the teenager. But in fact, uh, it convicted him on three counts of attempted murder. And with a minimum sentencing means he will spend the next 60 years in prison. So if this holds if you they if they do not win on appeal here it means that michael dunn will effectively serve a life sentence but not for killing a kid yeah uh who uh, he just shot into a car full of people as well, they were backing yeah, away yeah and, and but nevertheless if he's locked away then that's i understand it's that's but i call thing. this oj uh, justice oj is in jail not because he was yeah. involved in trying to retrieve his stolen property he's in jail because he killed nicole and Exactly. It's. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you can say what you want to about. You know, the, you yeah. can plant whatever label you want on it. The real reason is because we hate this guy's guts yeah. and we're trying to lock him yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, wow. Hey. And finally, the co-pilot of an Ethiopian Airlines flight from Addis Ababa to Rome hijacked his own plane. Yeah. Did you hear about this? <laughs> no. Yeah. I did not. It's a co-pilot. It's a co-pilot. <laughs> he, he reported the hijacking on his transponder. Yeah. So he's saying, hey, by the way, you know, I'm hijacking the plane <laughs> and, and landed in Geneva and then requested asylum. So, yes. Okay. All right. I get that. Uh, yeah. uh, so anyway, <laughs> when asked how this happened, you know, how, how could this possibly happen? You know, they, I hijacked the plane. Yeah, <laughs> no, they asked an airport executive, you know, how, how could this possibly happen? Uh, the, the executive said, the pilot went to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs>